and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training in righteousness, so that the servants of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Another translation says, so that it can be thoroughly furnished for every good work. Let's begin to thank God because we are in the 90 days. And today the scripture shall be fulfilled in our, in our midst. The purpose of the scripture is so that we can be thoroughly equipped unto every good work. Let's begin to thank God that as we have come today, that Lord, everyone that shall gather here, those that are on their way, the purpose of the scripture shall be fulfilled. It is the breath of God itself. And it is the breath of God that gives understanding. Our Father and our God, we exalt you. Thank you, O God, for the season in which we are. Thank you because Lord, we have an understanding. And today we say the purpose of the scripture that shall be read, the word of God that shall go forth, it shall accomplish in our midst. It shall accomplish the purpose for teaching us unto righteousness. Lord, as you rebuke us, as you chastise us, we know it's because you love us. Because your word says it is those that you love that you rebuke. It is those that you love that you chastised. Thank you, O God. Lord God, we will not neglect your word this morning. We say we'll have a correctable spirit. We shall be trained in righteousness. We stand, O God, with the man of God, that every word he shall speak to us. We shall receive it with faith in the name of Jesus. We shall understand the scripture as the Lord will open our hearts to understand. Father, we bless you. Thank you for the privilege that we can come and be taught of you. We say be thou exalted in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for the scriptures that we will hear today. We know we are in the presence of God. We know that the word will transform us, will renew our minds, will strengthen us in Jesus' name. My scripture is coming from 2 Timothy, and I'm going to read from chapter 3, verses 14 through to 15, and it reads, But as for you, Christ Faith Tabernacle, continue in what you have learned and have and have become convinced of, because you know those from whom you learn it, and how from infancy you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. We just want to thank the Lord that we are convinced that we know that we live in an era where we are going to see and we're going to hear. I want us to thank God that the prophetic that moves in this house is what drives us. Even the scriptures that we will hear today, the word that will come out of this pulpit, it will be one that will give us a conviction in our hearts that we will go out in wisdom and in salvation and that the faith of the God of Christ Jesus will be in us and it will increase in us in Jesus name let us begin to pray father in the mighty name of Jesus we thank you O Lord for your presence in this house we thank you heavenly father that you are with us in this place that your glory has descended in the midst of us we thank you heavenly father for the teaching that we will receive we thank you heavenly father for the conviction of the Holy Spirit that will come upon us we thank you heavenly father for the prophetic word that is declared every day 
we have been convicted in our hearts heavenly father that in the next 90 days you are going to do great manifestations in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus you oh Lord who has been teaching us the word from infancy it's not infancy regarding our age but we have grown in you we have passed through the word and we have grown in spirit and in strength so Lord from where you have taken us to where we are right now we just want to thank you Heavenly Father that the Holy Scriptures have renewed us have transformed us have renewed our strength in you and today as the minister will speak as apostle will come and speak the word and declare prophetic words Father in the mighty name of Jesus let it make us wise let the salvation that comes through the faith of Christ Jesus be upon us and everyone who will walk into this house may they come under the unction that we have received we thank you heavenly father that lord as we stand and we learn from you as we hear from the throne of grace father you will renew our minds you will strengthen our souls you will give us a zeal heavenly father to go forth you will give us a spirit heavenly father that will want to seek your face you will open our eyes heavenly father that we will see you will open our ears heavenly father that we will hear every voice that detracts our minds every voice that speaks negativity father begin to cancel it in the mighty name of Jesus we will only hear that voice that still voice that says this is the way walk in it father if anyone is looking for direction today direction will be given in the mighty name of Jesus if everyone is looking for an answer Lord the answers will be provided in the mighty name of Jesus the prophetic heavenly father that will come out of this throne that will come out of this pulpit father it will give us oh lord the direction we need to take in the mighty name of jesus father we give you the glory we give you the honor because everything that we are you have made us you have given us heavenly father the ability that we know that in our hearts you live in us we are children of god you've given us a mind of christ so everything that jesus did on this world we will do it in the mighty name of jesus as the word is spoken heavenly father we will be transformed as the word is delivered heavenly father it will give us strength and courage to move father we give you the glory father to you be the honor in jesus name we pray good morning church praise the name of the living jesus now we know that our major scripture this month is that is that of um, Isaiah chapter 4 and this year that the Lord will create over us here in Mount Zion a cloud of smoke and for those of us who were here while before the prayer started we know that that was we just experienced the tip of the iceberg and so we've been learning quite a lot and what we've been learning sometimes i don't know about you while you are processing it while i'm processing it I'm, as i'm leaving the church i'm asking myself how am i imbibing these words but let's see how apostle paul mentioned this to his son timothy in second timothy chapter 3 verse 10 he says you however know all about my teaching my way of life my purpose faith patience love 
endurance. You know, the fact of the matter is that when you, when apostles finish teaching and then you leave here and you then start saying, as far as I'm concerned, you're more or less just, you know, just moving away from that way of life, that teaching. So you're going to ask God, that cloud of glory, that cloud that is a canopy Lord let it rain upon this house this morning let your cloud of glory everyone that will come into this house oh God let that cloud of glory change our perspective let it change the way we think the way we talk the way we reason the way we approach you let my way of life let my purpose be in you let that cloud of glory continue to guide me let it continue to move me let it be the thing that will change and alter my thoughts in the name of Jesus. Father, King of glory, God of grace, I want to live in you, O God. I want to live a life, O God, that is dictated to by you. Lord, not the way I am, but the way you are, O God. Father, your cloud of glory. Lord, O God, even learning your patience, learning your love and your endurance, learning to love and endure, O God. Father, hardship in your kingdom, in the name of Jesus. Those hardships that will bring my life, O God, and correct my life towards you. Father, King of glory, you have taught me those things, oh God. And so Lord God Almighty, I pray this morning even in the name of Jesus, that let your name say be praised, your banner be raised over my life, oh God. King of glory, that the way, oh God, Father you teach me to love, the way you teach me to endure, the way you teach me to live my life, your way of life, oh God, the way of life that is dictated to by scripture in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord God Almighty, King of glory, God of grace, help me, oh God, help me, let your cloud of glory, O God, be above me. Let it canopy over this house. Let it canopy over this place. Let your namesake be praised. Let your banner be raised. Let your goodness be seen. And in verse 14, he went on to say, but you, as for you, continue in what you have learned. Lord, that which I have learned this month, this year, that which you are going to teach me, help me to continue in it, O God. Help me to run my race. Let me continue in it, O God. Let people see you and say that you have changed. Let people see you and say there is something different about me. Lord God Almighty, change me. Change my perspective. Change the way I approach you, O God. Father, Lord God Almighty, from this day forward, O God, let there be a change in me. Let your namesake be praised and your banner be raised over my life, O God. This I pray thee. This I pray thee, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus. King of glory, this we pray thee, O God. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Hallelujah. I want us to continue to pray and in the same scripture, verse 14 says that but as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of because you know those from you, you learn it from me. Say from your infancy, you have known the Holy Scriptures, which is able to make you wise. Wise, hallelujah. So let's continue to pray that as your word will come today, it will make me wise. It will help me to have more knowledge of God. Begin to pray and ask the Lord that as your word will come, it will give me that godly wisdom. As your word will come, it will give me that godly instruction through your servant. Father, speak through him, O God. In the name of Jesus, as we have done before, we know you will do it today. That your word that will come through your servant, it will bring direction. It will make me wise. Your word that will come 
O God, it will rebuke me from my ways that are not your ways. Your word that will come today, O God, it will correct me. Your word that will come today, O God, it will train me in righteousness. In the name of Jesus, let your word, O God, come in power to do your will so that your name alone will be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Okay, the, we, we, we continue to pray. I will read Acts chapter 4 verse 13. It says, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled and they realized that they have been with Jesus. Praise the Lord. We want to pray this morning that as many as we come here will not go back the same. And we will not go back the same. And that as it was seen in John, I mean in, in, in the, the disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ that they have been with Jesus, that it will be seen in us. Let's begin to pray. Almighty and everlasting Father, we pray thee, O God Almighty, just as it was realized in Peter and John that they have been with you, we pray thee, O Lord God Almighty, that as many as we enter here, they will not go back empty-handed. Lord God Almighty, every hope, every heart desires will be met in today's service, and your name alone will be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Praise the Lord this morning. God is good all the time. Amen and amen. Without wasting time this morning, with an uplifted hand, let's just read the book of Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwelleth therein. For he has founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart to what is false, nor swear deceitfully, he shall receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Amen. Psalm 145, please. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For grace is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. 
The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen.
relationship belongs to you. From the depths of our hearts, we magnify your holy name. Hallelujah.
lift up your voice and worship. Father, we exalt you. We magnify the O God. Thank you, Father. We bless you, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. Blessed be your name. You are worthy, Lord Jesus. You are worthy, Lord Father. You are worthy, Lord Jesus. You are worthy, Lord Jesus. We bless your name, Lord We give you the praise and honor and glory. In Jesus' name we are worshipped. Turn to someone and welcome them in the name of the Lord. beautiful day. <laughs> Let's put our hands together for the choir. Take your sister's choir. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, Lord. time we are. You are very welcome. Someone tell me or remind me what is happening at the end of this month. What is happening? I can't hear you say it loud. Yes, it is Christ's Faith Tabernacle Anniversary and Convention. Amen. This church will be 33 years on earth. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, put your hands together for it. Wow. You know, we need to recognize something that it is good to number our days. I spoke to you throughout the, throughout the um, first, second, third victory night about the month of February, the significance of the month of February. As much as that is not the focus of my teaching today, I will just reflect your mind. The Bible says in Psalm 90 verse 12, this is not my preaching, it says, teach me, O Lord, to number, uh, teach us, O Lord, to number our days aright, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. I was in a birthday ceremony of one of my spiritual daughters yesterday she turned 64 yesterday so 
I had the privilege and the honor to minister, and I opened the scriptures. You know anybody who does not remember the day of his birth every year is an aimless human being on earth. Very aimless. What happens to such a person is that one day he will wake up and discover that the chandelier has been severed, as Ecclesiastes says, that he has no more strength to achieve God's given goal. The reason why the Bible says that, teach us to number our days aright. When you remember your day you came to the world, then you remember the God who sent you to the world. That's the first thing. Because you came from somewhere, you just didn't happen here. The second wisdom that comes from remembering the day is that you remember the parents that brought you birth. So if you remember them and you discover that you have not been doing your due diligence to your parents, you have not been taking care of them as they took care of you when you were born, when you didn't know your left from your right, they fed you, they trained you, they grew you, they clothed you till the time that you became reasonable. If you don't understand that common sense means you must pay them for their investments. From whatever you earn, it does not matter how little that you give to them within your ability and power. The same mentality by which they trained you and made provision for you to live, that's the same mentality with which you must take care of them. That will remind you to do it. And of course, you will remember how old you are, how much have you attained in life. And what is the rest of your life like? What, what, how many more years do you think you will spend? And so that you can align your mind to wisdom and look at what you are, re-strategize and go for what you ought to be. So that you have a good uh, plan for the future and attain it. There are many other things that come around that. I'll be talking about it during this convention. In this convention, I say you are the most blessed. <laughs> Hallelujah. So when the Bible says, therefore, that teach me, O Lord, this is a king praying. Very wealthy. And yet he was saying, teach me, O Lord, that I may number my days aright, that I may gain a heart of wisdom. So Christ with tabernacle, therefore, is 33. Hallelujah. I'm so happy for you. Every one of you who are here on the 33rd anniversary of this great church, put your hands together for yourself. I'm so happy for you. Do you know why we have waited so far to this year, only to be told by God that the journey of this house has just begun? And so for the past three days I told you how God revealed this church to me, Jesus appeared to me, and sent me to England, to London, told me to come here, regardless of the fact that when I was conceived, the prophet told my mother that this child you are conceiving will be an apostle of the Lord to United Kingdom. He will be based in London. So also I grew up. But on the, in February, that was when the Lord now said, appeared to me and sent me. And it was in February that the Lord Jesus opened my eyes to see the church where I should worship, which was a Baptist church, in February. 
and it was in February that the Lord showed us the place where CFT was to be birthed. And so that was the last Friday in February 1990. And this church was birthed in February, in a March 4, 1990. So why should the Lord appear to me in February? Why should He direct me in February an open vision? And why should He tell us to start the church in February? February is the 12th month in Israel. I will talk much about that to you, uh, not now, but the other week, the month of Ada. Between the, 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 the date of 14th of February to 14th of March. So everything about us happened in the month of Ada. The significance of, of that, you can read it in the book of Esther. But I will talk about that later as we go into our convention. But today... I believe that in a brief reflection, you recognize the fact that there are three people you remember. You remember God, you remember your parents, and you remember yourself, where you were born. And you define your purpose on earth every year. And you check how far are you away from it, or how far are you into it. So that your birthday is not just eating and drinking, but it's purposeful. Similarly, with Christ with Tabernacle. The birthday of Christ with Tabernacle, as we look at the Christ with Tabernacle birthday this month, I have been spending the time thanking God. Because by prophet, God led them out of Egypt. By prophet, they entered Canaan. And those of you who just joined this church in the past one year will agree with me that when I say I saw an open vision, or I say, and God said to me, from the beginning, you are witnesses of it that is still happening here, isn't it? Come on now. Have you heard me say that I saw prophetic calendar of God, it was here? Have you heard me say that? And the things I declared, it did not happen instantly. So God has been revealing himself from the foundation of this church and up to down, and it shall be sold to the end of age. So every one of you who come here and who are part of this family must know this. In this year's convention, the unction shifted to you. That is the purpose of first, second, third anointing service. The unction has shifted to the church so that you also can see as I see. You can hear as I hear. You can understand as I understand. My experiences of the Lord Jesus being taken to heaven of angels is now yours. Because Paul said that remember the gift you receive by the laying on of my hands. If I have laid my hands on you at all, that has happened to you automatically. But Paul said, fan it to flame. So, the whole of this month is to teach you how to find it to flame. You know, a Christian should see, a Christian should hear the voice of God, a Christian should move in the power of God. If you cannot do those things, something is wrong with you. Maybe you need grace. You have received the grace anyhow. Maybe you need gift. I've laid hands on you anyway, and you receive the gift. But now, finding it to flame. Especially those of you who have been with me for a long time. Those of you who have been with me for years. Those who just came in should ask you questions. You know, someone says that you have a person in your midst all the time. And he says that I think some of you don't really recognize his prophetic office. 
He says, but you know, I believed in it and it happened to me immediately. I believed in it and it happened to me immediately. And he gave his testimony last, um, I think it was during the week. You need to know this. Understand? There is nothing you need in this earthly journey that God had not provided in Christ's tabernacle. Nothing. Nothing. But you have to make sure you find the gift, you find your flame to fire. And the only way is simple. You must have a desire. A, I mean a longing in your heart. Oh, you will, to, different, to, to each one of you, you will, you will see apostles in different angles. Yes? But when God moves through me, what you should, the concept you should have is, I want this, Lord. If you did it through apostle, you will do it through me. In it, you will have various longings. Some of you may lean on the miraculous that God does through me. Some of you may lean on the prophetic. Some of you may lean on the visions of heaven. Some of you may lean in trans and open vision. But if your heart does not desire it, you will only be hearing it. And others will be manifesting it. And you will be wondering why are they manifesting it. The only why is desire. I came to you by strongly desire. I was raised by fathers who were like this. And in their lifetime, from my very young age, I, I crave for it from the age of nine. It happened that the person that I was celebrating yesterday, her father was my mentor from the age of nine to about uh, my age of 15. You know, but he's gone to the Lord now. They are the one who taught me how to pray hours on ending. I was saying that yesterday. So you must have a great desire. I will together now. Because apostle will not be with you for if life goes on, I will leave you and go to paradise. You know, I've taught you, and that will lead us to the message in the minute. When my time is over, I'm gone. But when I'm alive, you must manifest. You must manifest. Let me tell you, by fire, by force, you will manifest. This country needs manifestation, not theories. Satan is not joking in England. Satan is real in England. And so, anybody who professes Christ must manifest. The church that will change the mind of human beings in this country, the Christians that will change the mind of human beings in this country, is not a, a, a Christian who just full of philosophy. He must manifest. Of course, your knowledge is very required, but that knowledge will manifest by the anointing of God. So that it's not just knowledge that they have. You have the knowledge they have, but when you open your mouth, wisdom will speak. That is the kind of thing you need. And what God will require from you this time, till we enter into the anniversary, uh, 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 finish the anniversary, is a longing in your heart. Don't see yourself excluded from the commonwealth of God. See yourself rather as a bona fide recipient. Are we together? I have a lecturer who always say bona fide. <laughs> 
<laughs> when it talks about bona fide, it said, let it sink in your head. It is bona fide. <laughs> it's conviction that if God will bless anybody in Christ with Tabernacle, it's me. So you are the Mr. Christ with Tabernacle or Miss Christ with Tabernacle, not just us. And God will surprise every one of you in this month. The one who appeared unto me in 1984 had told me he will surprise you. He declared 90 days, which are now a few days gone, of abundance in the house of Christ with Tabernacle. Take it to heart. Take it to heart. Great things will happen to you. I can't hear you say amen. Good. Alright, let's talk about the topic of the day. I've been teaching you about delusion in the last days. That is a satanic weapon in the last days. That's what I've been teaching you. Isn't it? I want us to talk together now. I've been teaching you about delusion, isn't it? How many people miss the meeting? If you're coming for the first time today, we welcome you. Before we go into that delusion, for those for the for this for the um, media people, I believe that your main caption is satanic strategy of the last day, or the last weapon of the devil in the last days. Now, if you look at the book of um, Revelations, you will discover and remember that I told you there are four places God created after the end time, for the end time. One place is called heaven. Only those who believe in Jesus and who follow him enter heaven. And I choose my words, believing in Jesus and following him you enter heaven not going to church alone but those who go to church will not but come to church they will go to heaven rather if anybody is heaven bound you will love to come to church because that daniel said uh, david said that you know i shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house thy holy temple goodness and mercy shall follow me all days of my life and i will dwell in the temple of the lord in the house of the lord forever and he says, I prefer to be a gate man at the church than to be a king in my palace. So, anybody who is heaven bound will love the house of God. You can't wait for the door to be opened. You will run there. You don't stay at home and be watching others in church. Except maybe you are in a distant place. I will together now. Because nobody can say that he falls in love with a person and you don't, you don't visit the person. Or the person says, okay, come, come and visit in my home. And then you say, no, I will talk to you on Zoom. There is no love. If you love the Lord, evidence, you will be gravitated towards Him. Anytime that He gathers, He says, do not forsake the company of the saints. Let me give you scriptures on this. Because it's very necessary. It's very necessary. I'm talking about delusion as the, as the weapon of the devil in the last days. Um, in the book of Acts, chapter 2, and verse 46. 
It says every day they continue to meet in the, together in the temple, temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with gladness, with glad and sincere heart. They met in the temple daily. If you look at the book of Acts chapter 54, chapter 5, sorry, verse 42. Acts chapter 5, verse 42. It says, day after day, in the temple courts, and from house to house, they never stopped teaching and proclaiming the good news that Jesus is the Christ. Psalm 84, verse 3 and verse 4. Even the sparrows have found a home, and the swallows a nest for herself where she lay she may have her young a place near the altar O lord almighty my king and my god blessed are those who dwell in your house they are ever praising you i read to you more Philippians, uh, Philemon is chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus, and Timothy, our brothers, to Philemon, our dear friend and fellow worker, to Asia, our sister, to Archippus, and a fellow soldier, and to the church that meets in the home. And that's talking about a church that like when, when CFT started in Ireland it started in the house when this church started it started in my house when CFT started in Ireland it started in a house when CFT started in Birmingham it started in the house of Pastor Billy the one in Ireland started in the house of uh, Pastor Taiwo so Paul addresses that but if you look at Hebrew 10 25 let us read it together, please. Shall we? One of the deceptions of Satan after COVID is to isolate Christians from the house of God. See, this place is different from your room. What God will do under this building, He will not do in your house. I would gather now. When we come under the shelter of the house of God, the presence of God comes down. I will have said, well, I've, been th- I've been taken to heaven several times. I've seen Jesus. After all, in my house, I see Him. Why should I come to church? I would have said that. But you know something? When you are here, you are here, you are here, you are here, I am here. It is more powerful than I alone under my roof. Every one of you is anointed. Now we bring conjugation of anointing of God. It becomes a cloud of glory. It cannot manifest anywhere except in the dwelling place of God. When we all leave your angels remain here. Angels remain here. Somebody had come to New Cross before who had a terrible sickness. And the person came during the office hours. I was upstairs. And at that time, I had um, Pastor 
uh, working with me, Pastor, um, what is his name? Um, Joseph. And the woman came, Pastor Joseph saw the woman kneeling down by the altar. After she knelt down by the altar, she tiptoed and went to the seat, to, my, to the altar of my seat, and she sat. Immediately she sat, she screamed. Her sickness vanished. They rushed to me upstairs and said, Come, come, apostle, apostle. The woman said, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. If she sat in my seat at home, she may contact nothing. Because my seat at home, many people sit on it too. But in the house of God, God remains in his house as you remain in your house. So one of the deceptions of Satan in the last days is to isolate people from the presence of God by making them stay at home. You know, when we are doing program together on the YouTube, on the Zoom, yes, even that, is, you know, it's strange that somebody can be on Zoom and they just switch off their video. Do you know why? Their heart is not in the meeting. Because while we are praying on Zoom, they want to do other things. And I can't understand if anybody is a victim of that, that you do not understand that Satan is deceiving you. The last weapon of the devil in the end time is delusion. Now, write this down or bring your notes to review this. Delusion. What is delusion? Remember, two things for you to understand delusion. Belief and judgment. Delusion is false belief or judgment about external reality. False belief or judgment about external reality. Which is held by somebody despite incontrovertible evidence to the contrary. Especially occurring especially in the mental of man. Sometime I will teach you about incontrovertible evidence. Alluding very much into what is called evidence in the law courts. And we will understand that better. I think during this anniversary I will teach you about that. But let me help you know this. A judgment of a person or a belief a person holds, alright, which is contrary to the reality. That is just the jargon. A person who have delusion will tell me that my wooden altar is made from plastic. And I say, come over, knock it. He knocks it and hears the sound of wood, which is incontrovertible evidence. But he will say to me, yes, I can hear the sound, it sounds like wood, but it is plastic. And I now tell him that this thing is made out of a tree. And he said to me, I don't care whether it's made out of a tree, as far as I'm concerned, it is plastic. How do you deal with that? That is what is called delusion. And I say this to you, that delusion has a process also, which you mustn't forget. 
Everyone deluded start from somewhere. The first thing I said, there are two things about, I think I didn't say this to you, but write this down. There are two things about delusion. The action of deluding and also the state of being deluded. The action of deluding and the state of being deluded. Now, a deceiver knows that he's being, he's deceiving others. If somebody is a deceiver. Number two, a person that is being deceived may be a victim, which is an ignorant, or may be conscious of the fact that he's being deceived. And number three, a life of deception, perpetual life of deception leads into delusion. That is, the actions of deluding progressively we end a man into the actual state of being deluded. I want those of you who are in law to just follow my reasoning. Because the things I'm talking about is natural, but they are deep in jurisprudence. When I deal into that, some of you will be reminded of your old academics. Let me tell you this. There is a person called God. He created all things, including this world. And He created man in His own image. After creating all things in different images, He created man in His own express image. Exact representation of the invisible God. And he gave man absolute power, absolute authority. You remember my lectures on powers? We will revisit that during the seminar in this period. Power and authority, delegated power and authority. God gave everything. And Satan came. The man that is made in the image of God, the man that is given everything, and God puts those authority to test by telling the man that you name everything, not I God, to show that you are my replica. You think like me. You have authority like me. Whatever name the man gave to anything is what it is. How could that man be deceived? How could he be deceived? The same way is how some Christians today have been deceived. You know, when you look at the story of David, the Bible says that Satan stared the heart of David to do contrary to God. And the plague fell upon them. And thousands died. And David went to his knees. How could David, a man after the heart of God, be deceived or be deluded? That is calling something unreal. Real. That is calling the way you think should be the way it is. Whereas in the real world, it's not the way you think. These are great men. The only one that Satan turned that weapon to and he overcame is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. 
you will see the difference between both of them, which is the premise of our further discussion. Is this why did Jesus overcome? Jesus applied the word to the intelligence of the intelligent and made him a fool. Whereas Eve was using his mentor, her mentor, to try to reason with philosophy. Philosophy. He's trying to use some philosophy. I'm highly educated. You know, I know it, you know. Your philosophy without spirituality is useless in this contemporary life in United Kingdom. Let me first deal with the issue. The people who fell, fell because they ignored the truth. Alright? And so, perpetual ignoring the truth is a life of deception that leads into the pit of delusion. That's the reason why I spoke to you about the action of deluding will progressively send you to a state of being deluded. Of course, which means that the state of being deluded happens in human mind. Because the definition of delusion says, occurring especially in mental condition. Let me tell you, Satan had deceived us in many careers. One of it is psychology. I meet psychologists and when they talk, they start talking from what is true. Then they go into this illusion, which was taught to them in, during the course of their psychology. But it takes a man full of the Spirit and the Word of God to debunk it. You know, Satan had crept into many careers on earth. They have genuine, genuine, um, you know, uh, purpose when they started, like law, like the House of Parliament, like you know, you know, uh, the the Supreme Court, the judicial system, like medicine, you know, all these areas of courses that we minister to a human being. There is, a, there is a high degree of delusion. I spoke with uh, my junior brother, he's a professor of psychiatry now. And when I spoke to him, and we start discussing, when we talk about natural things and things like that, you know, we can, you can understand, I can understand, but suddenly he will laugh at something, and I say, why did you laugh? And he will tell me what he was taught, and I will show him that it's a false teaching but they have to believe it let me help you know this you go to a doctor that you have high blood pressure they take a diagnosis of high blood pressure which is correct then they give you medicine to cure high blood pressure but those medicine if you use them continuously it will damage your kidney common sense says the doctor should let you know that this medicine I'm giving you, these are all the side effects. Of course, in law, is required. But doctor won't tell you that. He will just give you prescription, and you go and get prescription. Now that you have uh, Google and everything, people are going to search for things. The doctor will give you those prescriptions, and then, knowing that this thing can also cause some other damages in your organ. organ. I'm sure the doctor is not doing it because the doctor wants to damage you. 
He's doing it because he was taught to do that. Okay. The companies who produce the drugs, why didn't they produce a drug that would deal with the pressure and not kill your kidney? Could they not have such? They could. Really, we discovered from research that they do. But how will the industry make money if they don't put a little unleavened into living? There was a program on television this morning when I was, when I was preparing to come and uh, teach you. I, I think the program went to about 5.30. And they were talking about the conglomerates that manufacture the food you eat. And through investigative journalism, they discovered that those conglomerates, some of them have poisoned the food that we eat. Deliberately, not ignorantly. They did research, they recognized all this research they should do, and they recognized that the law requires them to do the research, okay? But the law does not require them to submit all the results of the research. When I heard that on television today, I said that I, as a person within the law field, I'm going to investigate more about this. It's very easy to do that, isn't it? Just go to my law tutors and put in the topic, he will give me all these cases on that. Now, listen to me. But they continue to function. So, they will reveal something, a little, of what the law requires. But the rest of the element will not be given. Is it not just recently they began to now decide to, to make, a, make laws that if you are a tobacco company, put the image there that tobacco cause cancer. How many people have died without such warning? Oh, if you are, if you are giving us uh, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, let us know that the Kentucky Fried Chicken can kill because it is not uh, confed. It was fed by, you know, whatever mixed with uh, some, some chemical stuff. Why is it that nice now? They are saying to you that, oh, put a label on uh, energy drink because energy drink can, can cause you something. But the fact is that they have sold death to humanity consciously because they want money. And the government could not stop them because they fund the government. Are you with me now? So, now, they are now recognizing that it's constituting a lot of problems, and so they are now trying to show people, like, oh, we are trying to mitigate. But in real sense, who is the police that arrests those who breach that law? Can't you follow the news now? Recently, they were talking about um, Chevron and, uh, you know, ExxonMobil. They have discovered the calamity their products is causing in the ozone layer for years before this time. That all these guys are coming about green, green stuff now. They have no needs. The chairman apologized yesterday night. I came in after ministry yesterday now late. But I don't sleep easy. I went to television. Because these things I need to know. When I look at these things and I read all these volumes of papers published by medical science, by, by you know, philosophers and stuff like that, what I'm looking for is the manifestation of the delusion of the devil. He's well and fine on earth today. Devil is well and fine. Delusion is right at your nose. Some Christians in England have been going through lawsuit now parents because they excluded their children from you know this sex education about teaching children about homosexual forcing children about homosexual they have in the in the school advisors or counselors who are also homosexual affiliated but they don't have counselors who are contrary 
because they will not accept you. So for your generation younger ones, I will. Because in a short time, they will take, you know what that is seeking? They want to take the authority of parenting, limit it, and then erode it. So that you cannot speak. They will tell you that the counselor has more power over your child than you who gave back to the child. This is where they are going and this is what is happening in our country. United Kingdom I'm talking about. I don't know about France. I don't know about any other place. But in United Kingdom, this is what is happening today. But let me help you know this too. Today in the morning, by, four, by five, 5.15, I was preparing for this service, and then the Lord spoke to me to look into television. I went to that channel, and you know, after telling all this fraud that is going on, and pollution in our careers, you know, they now said, Ricky Shuna is trying, is intending to remove United Kingdom from European... Uh, human rights acts are you with me now it is possible that if they say to you that we are leaving European Union acts you will vote for them as you voted when they said we are leaving EU because you just don't know anything they sold you a lie we are leaving EU if we leave EU we are going to have 300 something million a day we will save it for the NHS NHS now is bankrupt hey delusion of the devil I had ministers of God in England who came to me and said that do you know what why don't you do why don't you why don't you you know what do you think about this uh, European you know is 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 the system of uh, uh, of uh, of Antichrist I said show me the Bible where they wrote European Union there who said no 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 the vision of Daniel I said read it to me the vision of Daniel the vision of Daniel. Do you see that European Union? The, if the Lord does not come in the next 50 years, European Union will, will, will erode it. Another union will start. And because of that, they told their congregation to vote against, to vote for Brexit. But when I meet people like that, I, I just, I laugh. It's a laughter we cry. They have been deluded. Now you voted Brexit, now we are suffering for it. God allowed me to do special studies on the Brexit. And I speak from an informed position. But yet, both spiritually and, and, and uh, academically, but yet, they can't see spiritually. Neither do they have academic knowledge. But they voted. You, 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 we need to ask ourselves, who is the one making these people vote like that? It's the devil. If they remove us, from European Union uh, human rights, you know what's going to happen? You have no more right as a parent over your child. That's your first problem. Alright? You have no right to think contrary to the law. Like they arrested this Christian woman who went before abortion clinic and she was praying in her mind and she was arrested in Birmingham because of praying in her mind and our police British police arrested her and took her to detention and took her to court and they know that this poor woman is poor many Christians are not they are not rich and so they made the law in the borough of, um, of Birmingham okay and that law you cannot appeal it except in the high court which will cost about hundred thousand pounds 
And if you decide that, okay, let me go for judicial review, it will cost you also about 100,000 pounds. So, what is the target? You Christian, you are the target. Because if they arrest you with that law, then you will not be able to appeal against the decision and then they will win the case and set that case up as a precedent for other cases. And let me tell you the nasty about precedents. You know, it may not be contextual to that context. What the precedent is, is that you have no right to think contrary to what the law says. Which law? Equality Act 2000. Which was under human rights. It was written from human rights acts. We call it Equality Act 2000. Now when we remove human, the, uh, the Britain from, from um, 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 the Human Rights Act of England, what that means is that Equality Act becomes our governance. It means that you cannot think, you cannot even pray. Because they banned the woman, they, they, they gave her injunction not to gather with those who pray. In England, not in Africa. The illusion of the devil. The illusion of the devil. So, we need to let Ricky Shuna know that he was not appointed to turn down the streets to tamper with our Christian right. Let me tell you, all this intention is to, to target Christianity and to wreck us completely. Who is behind all this innovation? People are starving in the country. You are talking about getting away from human rights act in European Europe. What has that? Can this that putable? Can he help the doctors? Can he help the nurses? Can he help the, 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 the fire brigade? All of them who are, who are on strike. Can getting out of European Union uh, 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 convention, can he, can, he, can he help our economy? No, he can destroy our economy. He can cause anarchy in our cities. When the time will come, we are going to vote against it. Are you with me now? Yes, sir. I'm talking to the television. All Christians in the United Kingdom, listen to me. When the time comes, we got to vote against it. During the time that we're in EU, there are some cases against Christians in this country, United Kingdom. Those cases were against their rights to manifest their religion. And up to Supreme Court, they were, it was ruled against them, like a general case that all lawyers know, a widow. That she cannot wear the cross, a tiny cross. Whereas a Muslim can wear hijab, and a Hindu can wear his cap. But a Christian cannot put a small cross. Our Supreme Court ruled against it. Now, if we are out of Human Rights Act, uh, uh, European uh, 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 Human Rights Act, then we will not have a place to appeal. But we appeal to the European Union Court, and from European Union Court, that decision of our Supreme Court was overturned. That is the reason why Christians can manifest their religion, even in their cross. The first argument was that, well, you know, it's not in the Bible that Christians should wear a cross. And we discovered also, it's never in Quran that a Muslim should wear hijab. Neither is it in the Hindu book that Hindus should put on their cap. Listen to me. But our Supreme Court ruled against the Christian. But it was European Union courts that set Christian free. So, who is the Antichrist? You know I'm telling you this? None of you should miss this convention. If you are looking at me on television, we have convention at the end of this month. 
If you want to ask questions, you can ask questions from me in the day. If you want to argue, come over. Whichever way you want to go, you can come. And if you want to learn more, come to that convention. I believe that many of you want to learn more. You know, I'm telling you all these things. I can shift to Nigeria. If I talk about Nigeria, I may be going to the verge of influencing the mind of some people. But let me just say generic, so that I'm not specific. I will not be able to be taken for any contravention because I'm just generic. Imagine Nigeria is going to to the to the uh, polling vote vote in in few days time and some pastors and you have three three major groups fighting for the rulership of nigeria one has the presidential candidate a muslim and the vice president a muslim all right so they call that muslim losing ticket then the other one has presidential candidate as a muslim and the other candidate under him we don't know what he believes though he professes a christian now, the third candidate have, and these, are, these candidates, don't let me talk more about that, but the other candidate has a Christian and the assistant is a Muslim. Now, it has always been a, no, a, a, a rule of thumb that if a Muslim rules for this time, a Christian will rule on the other time. Under the condition of common sense, if anybody will vote, who will he who, who, who should he vote for? I think the one, because we have been ruled by Muslims for some time, I think it's the one that is a Christian, isn't it? Christian churches, isn't it? But let me tell you this now. The one who is coming up as a Christian is a PhD in economics. International, reputable man. Whose head is hotter than hot fire. A man who, if he sits in the in number number eleven in in England, he will solve economic problem of England. I listen to him on bias. I listen to him not as a pastor. Are we together now? But the other one who is Muslim, Muslim, the appointed as president is almost dead. He is sick unto death. Am I together? And a track record that he has is astonishingly terrible. When he ruled as a governor, he took over the wealth of the state. Are you with me now? His company collects all the taxes and gives the government what? And nobody audits him. Alright? So he will now rule over the country of Nigeria. And some Christian leaders told their members that this is the man you should vote for. The Muslim, Muslim ticket. And they even said, one of them was so foolish, that he said that anybody who does not vote for him will not enter heaven. Excuse me. I'm sure, I'm sure that you are laughing now. The people who, should, who are under that nation were supposed to have common sense to tell him that Jesus is the entrance to heaven, not who you vote for. You know, and some people are preaching on their pulpit that this is the divine destiny of Nigeria. I said, no. The same thing they are saying that Nigeria will split into two, into split into three in that stuff. 
all manners of nonsense and Christian leaders are gravitating towards the Muslim Muslim man where you have Boko Haram and the allegation is that the assistant has a lot of affiliation with the Boko Haram so why should a sensible man become unsensible delusion as I'm telling you all these things it's delusion of the devil Delusion of the devil. Delusion of the devil. Let me give you one more example. People who are raised in church, hearing the word of God, growing in the word of God, and suddenly begin to gravitate to the world system. Who is behind it? Delusion. You have been raised without trouble. You grow up living fine, happy. But what you have not tasted is sorrow and sadness. And you now decided that that is your delicacy now. Because you are tatin, tain, in. You are for in, few in, six in, seven in. Is that it? Whereas the rest of your, of your fellows, they remain in church, obey the word of God, doing what God has said, and in a short time you get into trouble. But I didn't, I didn't do it, but you look like them. Police caught you. The company caught you are them. Company that they are looking for. A man felt, I don't look handsome enough, he plucked his hair like a woman. Perforated his ear like a woman. What do you think is happening? Delusion. Delusion. The day a man wants to be his wife, something is happening in the mental. A judgment has been contrary to incontrovertible evidence. Hello, somebody. Somebody is calling wood plastic. He grew up and said, I'm a man. Whereas he was born woman. Oh, I'm a woman now. He was born man. He began to change and behave like one. That is... Delusion. It is delusion. Unless they change the definition of delusion in this dictionary, I think I am common sense right, legally right, intelligible right, philosophically right, psychologically right, medically right. I submit myself to the psychiatric doctors that... I am far from insanity. My component sagacity is responsible for my ingenious holy body. <laughs> oh my God. Let me tell you, church. Let me tell you. That's the reason why all of you must watch correct news. Not Nigerian movie on television. It's a waste of life and time. Whether it's Hollywood, whether it's Nollywood, whether it's Serialone Wood, whether it's England Wood, it's all waste of time. Amen. You, you don't know what is happening in your territory. How can you pray in line with God's will? If you don't know what your government is intending, how can you pray? What is going to happen this month? Very recently, very shortly, budget is coming out, interest rate is going up. If you don't know about that, how would you pray? How would you pray? And the Bible says we should pray for authority. All what you watch is movie. 
Moving move people to hell. Many are entering it daily. Someone say, I will learn from it. You will learn the craft of Satan. And those who learn it never escape hell. Yes, I was telling you about there are, there are four judgments, isn't it? Heaven, hell, lake of fire, and bottomless pits. I will talk about that when we are in the anniversary. Okay, do so there now. Therefore, in confirmation of the definition of delusion, there are two major scriptures. John 12, 37 to 40. Even after Jesus had done all these miracles, signs and signs in their presence, with his incontrovertible evidence, they still would not believe him. Can you see? That's delusion. They still could not believe him. He says in verse 38, This was to fulfill the word of Isaiah the prophet, Lord, who had believed our message, and to whom shall, has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For this reason, they could not believe, because, as Isaiah says elsewhere, he has blinded their eyes and deadened their hearts. So they can neither see with their eyes, nor understand with their heart, nor turn, and I will heal them. Now, you see how Bible and grammar definition in English dictionary operates. Alright? Somebody denying the reality, external reality, regardless of incontrovertible evidence but you see the bible now tells us as the the de- definition of of um, a, uh, of uh, delusion is it says especially occurring in the mental of man so what is the mental of man the heart the eyes which is talking about the eyes of their spirit it says he had blinded their eyes, not physical eyes, but the eyes of their spirit. And deadened their heart, which is the heart of the spirit. So that they can neither see spiritually, alright, nor understand. Because understanding is a function of hearts. So when you see people who just left the church, I'm fed up. It's all, it's all this fake. That's what happened to them. A blind man cannot see, no matter how much you show his face like this, because he can't see it, he can't understand it. No matter what you tell them, oh, no, 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 I own my body, I can do anything I like with my body. Mm-hmm. You shut your mouth. You can't waste your life trying to convince a deluded person, because remember, only God can convert a person deluded. So you don't spend time with them. Once you see function of delusion, pack your bag and bag. Say, God, just remain there. Believe it till you die, please. And you move on. The people you could, you could, you know, change their mind are those who are being deceived because the deception is still progressive. You can still change their mind by arguing with them and showing them realities of life and so on. A person who called black red the moment he said that black is red, do you want to know? I don't want to know. Please, thank you. You are beyond me. <laughs> you see, you are living in a different world to me. In this world I am, black is black. 
But if you call black red, I have better things to do with my life on earth. And you let him know. If I argue with you for one hour, that one hour I will never gain it till I die. I don't waste my life. People come in and begin, they, they, they've been church, they have been talking about what God had done for them. And so, suddenly they began to complain about, you know, what God did not do, but what man did. Just pack your bag and baggage and shut down. The Bible says to you here, or somebody begins to accuse you falsely, or somebody begins to tell you that you are, you are what you are not. You know something? You are born again, period. The Bible says anything, anything that is born of God overcomes this world. Amen. Isn't it? Someone says to you that you have demons in you telling you you are stupid. Open your eyes. I have Holy Ghost here. Don't let him go. Satan just spoke to that person. You know you are born again. Someone said that you have evil spirit. He said, shut. I don't have evil spirit. I have Holy. If your eyes really open, you will have known this. So, because you said, I am what I am not, selling me delusion, for me to now receive it and be deluded in my mental, I need to tell you right there that you are blind. Your heart is deadened. Correct? Yes, Instead of people saying, hey, 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 Pastor, I don't know. Hey, maybe I have demon. Hey, can you help me remove it? You have succumbed to what Satan is trying to sell. You are born of God and that's it. Someone said you need deliverance. Tell him that the Bible says whosoever the sons are set free, is free indeed. So I said you have demon. That demon will rapture with me on the rapture day. He will be the demon that wants to enter heaven. And he begin to tell you that, you know, you don't know about demonology. I care to know nothing except Jesus Christ and the power of his resurrection. Let them know. Oh, the problem you are having is from your ancestral cross. You tell him, for there is no more condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For in Christ Jesus, the law of spirit of life, set me free from this law of sin and death. Come on now. As many who know him, God give what? Power to become what? Sons of God. I don't belong to my genealogy. I now belong to the genealogy of Jesus. I mean, tell all this nonsense. You want to build an altar, an altar, an altar. No, 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 no. An altar has been built once and for all. And it's in my heart. Raise altar, raise altar. Which altar? Did Jesus raise any altar? Did the apostles raise altar? Where did they get it from? Satan. Fill the whole world with the, with the new doctrine of raising altar. People who will not commit themselves to God. The Bible says, Bless the man who walks on the counsel of the wicked, nor sit in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the Lord of the Lord. They have no delight in the Lord of the Lord. They are building altar. Who will answer on that altar? Lucifer. Oh, we are building altar to pray for something. You don't need it. Jesus said, We are two or three are gathered in my name. There in their midst I am. Read the book of Hebrews 7, 8, and 9. He will sort you out. Someone says that we need to ask you, Junior, you have a question in your family, and we need to program and then recommend some prayer. You tell them that that is their university. In the university of the Holy Ghost, Jesus said that whatever you ask in my name, I'll do it. He doesn't want you to program yourself. Jesus does not say that you should know yourself. He just said, come unto me, all you who are labored and are heavy laden, and you will find rest for your soul. When they talk that rubbish to you, you need to tell them the word of God. I have rest in Christ Jesus. That one you are saying is not of God. 
whoever they may be, they may be apostle, prophet, teacher, pastor, anybody who says something that it is contrary to what is written about you, stop them and say, sir, you are wrong. If somebody stands you up and say that, look, I'm a prophet, you know, I can see now, I can see. And he began to say something wrong about you, say, prophet, can I say something? He will say yes. He will think you want to affirm him. You will tell him that everything you said, sir, is a lie. In the same congregation, sir, everything you just said is a lie. Okay? I'm not this, you said. I'm not that. I'm not that. I'm not that. You know, they go out and do things like that. And if you, if you say, I rebuke you, you say, I rebuke the spirit in you, not you. But that spirit that spoke lie in you is the spirit of the devil. That is deception. 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 If Satan can sell you deception progressively, he's programming you into delusion. And you don't want delusion. You will begin to live like what they said. You who have been boisterous in God before, you begin to be depressed for nothing. Because once silly man who spoke by devil only sold you deception and got you deluded false doctrine you must be wise in this age jesus said it those who those who are deluded their mind their eyes is blind and their heart is deadened Are you with me? If somebody is deluded, that is minus one. Why should you, add it? Why should you let him add you to their company? You are not in the. You are not an associate or a fellow member of the company of Satan and the department of delusion. That is not your. That is not you. Am I talking to you? Am I talking to you? Say after me, if the sun shall make you free. You are free indeed. Say, you are free indeed. I told somebody that, you see, Satan is pursuing you, pursuing you. If you are in CFT, Satan will not pursue you because if Satan is pursuing people, they are coming to CFT. When he gets to that door and see Christ, faith, tabernacle, all the devil will remain outside. The one that enter is the one that is foolish. And he will eat his pounded yam as yam. <laughs> a genuine issue. <laughs> I just forget thanks. You know what I mean? You know, potato, pudding, mashed potatoes come from potato, isn't it? So if a demon enters with somebody here, and the person didn't know, and the demon is hanging over his head, the demon will eat potato rather than mashed potato. Am I talking to you? Because there are people here who see, whose eyes are not darkened, but their eyes are enlightened. People can look at you and they can see beyond the you they are looking. And there are people who can understand in their mind that there is somebody in this place that does not belong to this company. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Sniffer dogs of God rather than snipers of the devil. You remember what my Reverend Omar taught you? Is <laughs> there out in the name of Jesus? And the demon will flee out of the person. I said because my church is not built on words of men, but on the word of God. And those who listen to me hear God speaking. And if God's word is in you, forget it. Let all demons of this world attack you. They will run by themselves. Am I talking to you? 
Delusion. Delusion. Yes. So, the second scripture about delusion, I told you two scriptures. That is the definition of delusion. These two scriptures explain them. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1 to verse 4. Therefore, since through God's mercy, we have this ministry. We do not lose hearts. Rather, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. And you must. Anything you cannot do, and a member of this church is there, don't do it at all. You know, what you cannot do, or what you cannot engage yourself, when you see apostle, don't do it at all. Because somebody that is mightier than apostle and a member is right with you. His name is Jesus. You can't hide from him. You can't hide from him. Anything the Bible says don't do, know that anytime Satan tries to program you so that you go into the acts of sin, Holy Ghost is following you. Angels are following you. In your conducting of sin, they are recording you with video. And that video does not need memory. It remains in your spirit. When you die, it will be replayed in your human mind and writing before you. You will regurgitate everything when you die. I just listened to a man who was taken to hell. I think I'll play his tape to you. When someone died, and I've told you this before a number of times, but when someone dies, he does not need anyone to tell him where he's going. He will run to hell if hell is his abode. He will, he will not want to go to heaven because he will feel condemned to hell by himself. But those who go to heaven, the angel will appear to them and they will know, Oh Lord, thank you, I made it. And they will just escort them. But those who die without Christ or come to church and do what they like, two demons are waiting for them. They will hang them in their hand. Even if they are looking back towards heaven, they will be running with speed into hell. And they will be hearing wailing sound, wailing sound. And they will remember in a second every preaching that was preached on earth. You know, things you can't remember physically when we preach. You remember some things and you don't remember. When you die, you will remember every word spoken. Every word spoken will be flashing in your spirit. So the judgment of God is not God involved anymore. He has spoken it. That's the reason why you must be very, very careful, completely careful about this delusion of the devil. So that scriptures, I read it finish. It says in verse 2, rather, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. Don't follow gang to do secret and shameful things. We do not use deception. Did you see this? Why? Because deception is a progressive weapon into delusion. Then he says, nor do we distort the word of God. And I've told you the three vehicles of deception, demons, number one, number two, false teachers, and number three, false fallen Christians. Be careful of them. 
On the contrary, <clears throat> by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. That is saying that I who preach the gospel to you, I commend myself to you. I have to live the life of what I'm preaching. You cannot say, <clears throat> you saw somebody look like Apostle Williams, he was kissing a girl at the corner by O2. Hello? They will ask you, what time did you see him? Oh, I saw him at about 11 p.m. And the church will say, what day? You said on Friday, he was in the night vigil. <laughs> they will say to Israel, he was in the night vigil. If you say, oh, I saw a person at about 2.30 or 12.30 midnight, uh, you know, I saw him. He was just booking up, booking up, booking up. He said, no, 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 no. He prays at 12. He will be praying at that time. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. A minister who engages in all this corruption, their part in hell is terrible. Elder Deacon Deaconess, who engage himself in shameful things, their portion in hell is the lower deck. That is where all of them gather, in the lower deck. You know, hell is many chambers down to the end. This man who went to hell saw Adolf Hitler. And the man said about Adolf Hitler when he saw him, some things I told you. Because the man was an agnostic. You know, there are some things I tell you in CFT. Some of you may say that, you know, because of my knowledge in occultism, some of you may say, ah, did it really happen? Did it really happen? The man said it is a white American man. Am I talking to you? He went from agnosticism to become an um, atheist. Some of you need to know that there are two different categories of department of Satan under the department of delusion. Don't, have, don't be friends with them. <laughs> so, but then if you look at this scripture, it went further and said, we do not distort the word of God. We don't distort the word. The ministers who always catch people who are born again as deliverance, they need deliverance, you need deliverance. You better be careful. They don't distort the word of God. On the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to every man, every man's conscience in the sight of God. You know, there is a man in Nigeria. He has a large church. And he has been teaching deliverance. Everything is deliverance, deliverance, deliverance. Every, every prayer is wicked, wicked, dangerous, dangerous. And after teaching people about deliverance, deliverance, demonology, and so, I was in the airport and I saw a customer officer reading a book. And he said, why the deliverance minister needs deliverance? Ah, I said, I want to read this. Can I have that book? I first said to me that, I know who can write that book. And he said, who? And I mentioned the name. He said, yes. Let me see the book. He now de de recognized that deliverance ministers themselves need deliverance. And I asked the man, you go to this church? He said, yes. I said... So, the man who wrote this book, who delivered him? Because he just said, deliverance minister needs deliverance. So, who will deliver him? Uh, who has delivered him himself? The man said he doesn't know. I said, is that not foolish of you to follow him? I am such and such. Tell him, you met me. And I said this. Lie. Everything that ends up in lie is lie. Verse 3. We, we finish at verse 4. 
And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are what? Perishing. Know that. The gospel I preach in CFT, if, if it is veiled to anybody, is because that person's heart has been darkened and the eyes have been blind. Because those who are darkened in heart and blind don't see the scripture. They will tell you many, when you read the Bible to them, clink, clearly, straightforward, they will say, no, 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 but, but, you understand them? But, 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 but. The truth is veiled to the perishing. The God of this age had blinded the mind of unbelievers. Unbelievers in this case is not just those outside the church. It also includes those who come to church but they do not believe. They try to convince you that the word of God is not something you can just fulfill. Oh man, you need some grace. Who needs grace to steal? Do you need grace to steal? Uh, Excuse me there. Do you need grace to steal? No, you just steal. Isn't it? Because that is the function of the flesh of man, to steal. Especially when Satan tells you that, you see, you are the accountant, and you have balanced the books, he balanced. You balance it seven times, he balanced. And you still have this money that is free, hanging somewhere. That's how they do it. God provided it. Satan will say. How many Christians have ended up in jail because they fell a victim of that money which they balanced and the balance sheet did not show only for five years after for auditors to come and the first thing they picked is that money. And then you go to church and begin to say, pray for me, pray for me. No, 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 no. If you did that, the prayer you should ask for churches that pray for me to go to jail so that when I come out, I will learn. That's the kind of prayer request. I will pray. Father, send him to jail. Send him to jail. Lord, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because the soul that's in it, it shall die. <laughs> the God of this age blinded their, their eyes, their mind, the mind of humble, so that they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is. Hallelujah, the image of the sovereign law. Let me tell you, I leave you with this. Those of you who are married, Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 9. Shall we say it off head? Enjoy life with your wife, whom you love, all these meaningless days <clears throat> that God has given you under the sun. This is your lot. In all this, your. Read it, read it, read it. Shall shall we read that together? Uh huh. Mm hmm. Let me tell you why I'm saying this to you. On the Saturday, the 18th, is it, uh, Pastor Fumi? Saturday, the 18th, you will gather here with Apostle at 1 p.m. to 4. And we are going to do the first marriage seminar. God said, enjoy life with your wife whom you love. What about you who is creating problem in your family? Delusion. You who is the husband must create time 
so that you can enjoy life. Not work, 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 work. You drop dead one day. And then the woman, you didn't enjoy all your life. Oh, you are so spiritual, you are fasting every week, fasting every week. God didn't send you that. If you are word of fast, you should not have married. If your own is means of fasting, you should not have married. Because for those who marry, God said, enjoy life with your wife whom you love. All these are your meaningless days. What about the wife too, who is, everything is packed, everything is packed, when your name is not Sparks. Now, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. It's delusion. It's delusion. I will not, I will not, I will not. I can't take this. It's delusion. You can't take it. That's why you married. You can't take it. No, no, I'm fed up of him. It's a lie. If we take him away, within one month, you will not be able to sleep. And also, similarly, I don't know what woman had become. It's what you made her. That's what she became. Am I talking common sense? You let me have another wife. You have it, then you will know that to, to burn by by firewood is better than to be roasted with fry pan. Stand up on your feet. Hallelujah. We will not fall deception of the devil. Oh my God. <laughs> Holy Spirit has a great sense of humor. <laughs> you will never forget that. <laughs> Firewood is better than five pounds. So if you want to send that away, you are listening to me, you better leave her alone and carry your cross and follow the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Let me pray with you. Into your sovereign hand, I commit all these people. We saw from definition of delusion and the scriptures that explain them that delusion blind the eyes of a man so that understanding is not given. And we know also that delusion, you know, it's, it's desecrate the heart and shut the heart down so that the person cannot operate in discernment. And we know that delusion destroys the human mind. Lord, I pray, God the Holy Spirit, that you send your fire into everyone, your heart, your mind, and your body. Father, everything the devil has deposited in this realm, in in everyone under my voice, send your fire and destroy them. Let your fire purify us. Let your fire transform us. Let your fire translate us. In the battle that is coming against the church of God, in England and in other nations, Lord, we pray thee. Lord, we pray thee. Lord, we pray thee. Empower us. Grant us the wisdom of heaven to confront the aristocrats of this world and turn their knowledge to nonsense. Grant us the unction and power that when we open our mouth, the Holy Ghost will speak through us. Grant us, O God, the insights to understand the mystery that is hidden for this age. That we will not fall a victim of sympathy to what the devil is doing. This we ask, O God, and according to your word, in 90 days, we prosper. In 90 days, heavens are open over us. Within 90 days, glory and power shall be manifested. In our daily life, this year we will encounter God. 
The pillar of glory will rest upon us continuously and the fire of mercy will erupt us in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit in Jesus' anointed name. Shall the saints say amen together? Put your hands together for the Lord God. Please be seated. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I don't know about you guys, but one of the prayers that resonated with me at the beginning of the service was led by Elder King, that we would be made wise by the words that we hear today. And I was meditating on that throughout today's teaching. Have we not been made wise? Has God not fulfilled his word and answered the prayer that we rendered to him at the beginning of this service? What an amazing time to be alive. Thank you, Lord, for your word that has come with power this morning. Amen. Offering time, a time to be blessed. I'm going to take a scripture reading today from the book of First Chronicles. And it's the Rema scripture that God has been speaking to us from. First Chronicles chapter 29. From verse 10. David praised the Lord in the presence of the whole assembly saying, Praise be to you, Lord, the God of our father Israel from everlasting to everlasting. Yours, Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the majesty and the splendor for everything in heaven and earth is yours. Yours, Lord, is the kingdom. You are exalted as head over all. Wealth and honor come from you. You are the ruler of all things. In your hands are strength and power to exalt and give strength to all. Now, our God, we give you thanks and praise your glorious name. If we read this scripture, we understand it was a time that they were preparing to give. And this is why it resonated with me. Wealth and power from verse 12. The Bible says, come from God, the ruler of all things. So with a heart of thanksgiving and meditation, let us prepare in our hearts what we have decided to give unto the Lord this morning. And I'll give us a few moments so that the information can be on the screen before we rise and pray together. If we can please rise. 
Father Lord, we want to thank you for the opportunity that we have to be in your presence this morning, to encounter your glory and to hear the message that you've prepared for us today. We also thank you for the opportunity that we have to give. I'm reminded again of the fact that you spoke to us, that in times of famine we would have plenty. And here we are, Father Lord, in the middle of famine, thriving. Father Lord, I thank you for what we have prepared to bring to your throne this morning. And I take the opportunity to stand in gap for those who were not able to give today for whatever reason. You said in your word that you would open up the storehouse of heaven and send rain on the work of our hands. So technically that means we need work to do. So Father, remember those who don't have work and bless them as well in the mighty name of Jesus. May our offering be acceptable in your sight, even as we bring it to you with thanksgiving. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Come and see what the Lord has done for me. He has taken away my sorrows and I am free. Agambe, agambe, hallelujah, guru. Agambe, hallelujah, para. Yeah. Hey. 
victory. We thank you, Lord. This is your holy offering, brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we have prayed. Amen. Please be seated. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank God for this glorious day. I would like, first of all, to welcome anyone who's joining with us for the first time today. If it's your first time of joining us here at the cathedral, would you be kind enough to identify yourself by raising your hands or just rising to your feet? You are welcome. I see your hands. Please rise to your feet. And those around you are welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome to You are welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome to You are all indeed welcome to Christ's faith tabernacle. I'm sure you've been blessed this morning. Hopefully, I am sure, not hopefully, I can see that an usher has given you a pack. Please take some time to complete the information that's requested of you and hand back to the usher. That will ensure we can keep in touch with you. And also avail yourself of all of the information in that pack. If you don't belong to a Bible-believing church, you are welcome to join us here every week. And the Lord continue to bless you. You may please be seated. Uh, and listen to the rest of the announcements. I also want to welcome, because I can see to my right, Brother Evans and his family all the way from Latvia. You are welcome. You are welcome. I can see you all. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. Good to have you in our midst again today. God bless you. Please be seated. I'd like to remind us that our home groups hold tonight at 7 p.m. And we'll be reflecting on, we'll be reflecting on the book of Timothy tonight. Our prayer and communion also takes place on Zoom tonight at 9 p.m. Free conference call and also YouTube. Please prepare your communion uh, wine and bread ahead of the service. I'd also like to remind us that our daily prayers continue this week at 9 p.m. on Zoom on Monday, Tuesday, and on Thursday. On Wednesday, we have our Bible study at 7 p.m. And on Friday, our night vigil will hold on Zoom 
at 11 p.m. So this Friday, night vigil is online, but please make a note in your calendars that on Friday the 17th of February, the JTA meeting will hold here in the cathedral. And I'm saying the JTA meeting, I'm referring to our night vigil, because all of us who come for night vigil, we are members of Jesus' territorial army. So please make a note on the 17th of February, the night vigil will be holding here at the cathedral at 11 p.m. Excuse me. Um, I'd like to remind us, our Father has reminded us about the anniversary our 33rd anniversary I needn't say much more I know that we'll all be here but I'd like to ask that if you are keen and able to volunteer to join the transport team please leave your details with Elder Charles in the church office it's just outside reception on your way out today similarly uh, for women who would like to volunteer and these are women who are not yet uh, who haven't been contacted as part of the female leaders if you're a woman in the church and you would like to volunteer to help during the anniversary please also leave your contact details with Elder Charles in the church office on your way out today excuse me uh, very quickly our women's meeting holds again this month Excuse me. Uh, on Thursday this week, the 9th of February at 7.30 p.m., the women's meeting, Women of Royal Destiny, will hold on Zoom at 7.30 p.m. All women, all women in the house are encouraged to attend. Women from our branches across the globe also join this meeting. So this is the meeting for anyone who is a woman in Christ's faith tabernacle across the globe. And we'll be deliberating again on Thanksgiving this time from the book of Psalm 136. So you may want to study ahead so that you can also contribute as required. Very quickly, our weekly evangelism holds on Saturdays at 12 noon. So 12 noon here at the cathedral, the team will be ready. And at 12.30, the team sets out. But we pray before we leave. So you're also encouraged to join on Saturday. A youth meeting will hold on Zoom at 2 p.m. on Saturday, the 11th of February. So if you are a youth in this house, what's the youth age again, please? 12 to 30. If you're between the ages of 12 and 30, 30, you are a youth in Christ Faith Tabernacle. So make sure you join the youth meeting on Zoom on Saturday the 11th of February I see that we've put on the screen the details for joining if you don't have those and finally I'd just like to remind us Apostle has reminded us briefly on Saturday the 18th of February we have a marriage seminar here marriage seminar in Christ Faith Tabernacle is for both the married and the unmarried um, trusting God and uh, well past it Everyone is encouraged to join the marriage seminar. 
Uh, you may feel that you don't need any information from there, but you may be in a position where you need to counsel someone. Someone comes up and has a situation. God has already put information uh, provided information to you at least as a start uh, to help someone else so please make sure you join us here in the cathedral on saturday the 18th of february 12 noon (coughs) excuse me and the lord bless you amen amen well before we go just give me three minutes advert and caption the video section ready start rolling i would like to personally invite you to join with me in this year's 33rd anniversary convention of christ faith tabernacle international churches at the cathedral Ebenezer building uh, in Woolwich we'll be having these sessions from Wednesday to Friday and we'll be having evening sessions every evening from Monday to Friday as well but the areas I'll be covering during this session will be centered on 21st century leadership end time and global trend the role of prophetic in the end time navigation through global complexities personal and spiritual development and the ministry of angels in the last days this will be deliberated on in the during the seminars and also how all these interlock in the evenings we'll be looking at spiritual warfare satanic strategies in the last days overcoming the devil operating in the prophetic and operating in signs and wonders it's going to be a great time of tremendous visitation so if you are hungry as a christian to go deeper in your spiritual life this convention is a no miss make sure you join with us as we receive everybody from all over the world and of course if you need the flyer please contact our office or our number 07956858604 at the time this is published you will have them on the screen or contact admin at cftchurches.org may the lord continue to strengthen and bless you and hope to see you there now church can i say to you this meeting this conference we are going to have we have never had it anybody who's in business make sure you don't meet you don't miss the day the day shift when I'll be talking about the end time and global trend, we're going to be covering every aspect of global calamities going on. You know, the, the um, financial stress across the globe, how they connect. 
the factors that trigger them and the factors that can explode them. But when we're looking at this, we'll be looking at uh, publications of WTO and the rest of them critically and also be looking at what you can do to be able to navigate during this period in your businesses. Those of you who are in offices as well, you have a lot of things that can benefit you in how you can play your managerial role or director's role in a way that you will be secured. In, instead of you being sacked, when they have to sack people in your office, you will not be one of those sackable because you will have established such that when they take you out, everything goes down. So, and I'm going to be looking at that from academic point of view and also prophetic point of view so that you'll be fully equipped in this very season many companies will soon close down you know god told us last year that this year you will see companies shutting down and it will be a ripple a big company shut down the whole supply chain is gone another big company shut down the whole supply chain is gone and some of you are leaning on some supply chains so what should you do what ought you do so that when that time happens, your, your organization will still stand for you. Really, you will really profit more rather than being shut down or threatened uh, you know, by all these issues. And the Lord will strengthen and bless you. Tell your friends about this meeting. <clears throat> there is a flyer that should have been sent to every one of you. If you haven't received it, you will receive it today. But when you receive that flyer, please send it, spread the news. Do we get it now? Spread the news and talk, talk to your friends. And I'm sure that the Lord will not disappoint us. Shall we just rise up together now, please? How many of you saw my dancing today? You saw me when they were singing, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what they are saying, but I was just dancing. I don't know what they're saying, but I don't need to know it because they are saying it and I'm enjoying it. You know, when they speak in tongues in the music, I don't know that tongue, but I'm enjoying it and I'm praising God. The word I can speak, which is the English one, I follow them to say it. When they get to the tongues, I just nod my head, but I'm digging it so good. The whole of this month is going to be celebration for you. The Lord declared 90 days. That is February, March, April, and it's ending in May. Alright? It's going to be celebration day for us. I will celebrate you. You will celebrate me. I will celebrate your success. You will see distinction between you and those who don't know God. When God opens the doors and floodgates for you, we will rejoice together. And God will open doors and floodgates for you. So it's a time to be happy in God and to be committed, dedicated to God. The words you are hearing in this house, you will agree with me, is very rare. Many people are all over there and Christians, they don't know about these things. And God is so gracious to give us such a knowledge of the secret of the kingdom. It is worth celebrating. You know, it's a good time for you and a great time for you. Stretch your hand before the Lord and let me speak the blessings of God over you. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. 
May God remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May the Lord give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We will shout for joy when we are victorious and we shall be victorious in every battle. And we will lift up our banners in the name of the Lord. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may He open a book of remembrance concerning you this week. And may the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and to Jacob at Bethel, may He open your eyes to the things of heaven. May you have encounters of the Lord Jesus and His holy angels, even while you are sleeping. May God turn your sleep, your dreamland, into the land of visions. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Now can I say that if you are watching us on television, this weekend we will be with the Irish Church at Ennis. If you want to know about it, contact our office and you'll be sent the flyer. And those of you who are here, all your families in Ireland, tell them about this program and the flyer should be sent to everybody. It's going to be a great day with your brethren in Ireland next weekend. And remember to pray for us because we are going to the battlefield and the lord will pray for you too shall we lift our hands to heaven as we share the grace in hebrew 13 20 and 21 now may the god of peace that brought again from the dead our lord jesus that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant make us perfect in every good work to do his will working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight through jesus christ to whom be the glory forever and ever amen say the general grace to somebody may the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god and the fellowship of the holy spirit be with you now when you are saying grace be happy don't frown your face amen now say to yourself surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and i shall dwell in the house of the lord forever and ever there shall be shouts of blessing they will fall in your house
to you according to your confession. Please let's be seated and the ushers will guide us out. PA system, remain where you are. You don't have to think because somebody is called by God to be a minister, then it is automatic for that to happen.